0: Tonight on KXAN News at 5, it's day one in the trial over the death of Javier Ambler. We have live updates from the courthouse.
1: Plus, some breaking news out of Houston as police release body cam footage from the Lakewood Church shooting. And it feels
2: like summer today out in the Hill Country, but it won't last long. We're tracking a strong cold front coming up in your
1: forecast.
0: The trial for two former Williamson County Sheriff's deputies connected to the in-custody death of Javier Ambler Jr. started today.
1: Ambler died after a chase with police ended with deputies using a stun gun on him. The two now ex-officers are accused of acting recklessly by doing so as Ambler allegedly told the officers he had a heart condition during the arrest.
0: KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez sat in on the Travis County Courthouse courtroom today. Mercedes, go ahead and tell us what you learned during opening statements.
3: Thanks, guys. This morning, the state told jurors that bravado is what led former deputies James Johnson and Zach Camden to cause Ambler's death, allegedly performing for a reality TV crew that that was following them at the time. The defense argued, though, that Ambler's health was already poor and that resisting arrest were just too much for his body to handle and that he caused his own death.
4: These defendants
3: chose to give Javier two seconds to comply and two minutes down
1: state and the media has tried to make this case about failing to dim headlights it's entirely inaccurate
3: two very different theories presented during the first day of the javier ambler trial ambler died after deputies james johnson and zach camden tried to pull him over for failing to dim his headlights a chase ensued then a crash when officers tried to arrest ambler a taser was deployed they're charged with manslaughter accused of acting recklessly Ambler allegedly told them he had a heart condition during the arrest.
1: This is not about headlights. There's a litany of not just traffic offenses, but serious crimes.
3: The defense said Ambler weighed 400 pounds at the time of his death and was living with congenital heart failure. They say resisting arrest put him under even more stress. They claim Ambler was a quote, known drug dealer with a history of running from police.
1: The danger posed by someone willing to put themselves and everybody else in danger to get away, that justifies a quick response.
3: The state disagreed. They say Ambler was exposed to unsafe levels of electricity via the taser and was pinned down by the deputy's knees on his neck in their opening statement. Javier's tragic death could have been avoided if these two defendants had acted reasonably and prudently. We later saw body cam footage of deputies performing CPR on Ambler after he was tased. Life PD cameraman in the frame. His family in court Monday while that video was presented. His mom stepping out, his dad staying, but occasionally needing to look away. And we did hear from several of the state's witnesses today, the first of which was Ambler's sister Kimberly. She said that her brother was diagnosed with congenital heart failure sometime in 2017. She was also asked whether or not that he took his medication. She said to the best of her knowledge, he did. The defense did not ask her any questions. At the Travis County Courthouse, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News.
1: All right, Mercedes, thank you very much. And going in depth, at the trial's start, Defense counsel filed a motion for sanctions. The motion states Ambler had an active warrant for his arrest at the time of his DEATH, AND DEFENSE ATTORNEYS CLAIMED THE STATE NEVER PRODUCED INFORMATION ABOUT THE WARRANT, VIOLATING THE COURT'S DISCOVERY ORDER. Now, they asked in part that the jury be told how the state failed to comply with the law and court orders and that the state be banned from arguing Ambler fled for any reason other than his warrants and that the state pay all, quote, reasonable costs and legal fees associated with the case. Now, the judge ruled against most of the motion, but ruled that the state will have to pay the defense's legal fees and investigator expenses related to finding the warrants.
0: Breaking news tonight. Houston police just released the video showing the moments leading up to a shooting at a megachurch. It happened February 11th that Pastor Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church security footage showing a woman here wearing a trench coat, backpack, and carrying a large rifle and walking in with her child. Video shows Genesee Marino opening fire inside the church. Video shows security officers firing back, killing her. The seven-year-old boy was hit in the crossfire. He is still in the hospital in critical condition. Another bystander was hit in the leg. <laughs>
2: First warning weather with chief meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, our unusually warm stretch of February weather continues. Average highs are in the upper 60s. We made it to the mid 80s, though not quite a record today in Austin. Clouds increasing from the West, blocking the sun a bit here as we look Westward on the Austinian weather cam. but it's not really holding temperatures down. 82 in Austin, 70s out to the east. Why do we have this nearly 20 degree spread between those temperatures and lower 90s out in the hill country? Has to do with what we call a dry line. these sometimes in the springtime with super dry air, low humidity banking up against I-35. This moist air keeps temperatures down to the east, but the dry air heats up just like that. And we've got one more similar day tomorrow, but then some big changes. We're tracking a strong cold front with jacket weather returning. I'll show you how long temperatures stay down and temperatures then bouncing right back.
1: All right, David, thank you very much. President Biden and former President Donald Trump are both headed to the Texas-Mexico border on Thursday. White House officials say President Biden will be in Brownsville to meet with Border Patrol agents and local law enforcement. He'll discuss the need for a bipartisan border security agreement. Meanwhile, Trump will also be at the border to deliver remarks in Eagle Pass.
0: Donald Trump is appealing the $454 million civil fraud judgment against him, challenging the court's ruling that Trump lied about his wealth while building Building his real estate empire. His lawyers argue that Judge Arthur N. Gorin quote committed errors of law and abused his discretion in the ruling. If N. Gorin's ruling is upheld, Trump will be on the hook for a considerable chunk of his wealth and may be forced to sell some of his most iconic holdings.
1: And both presidential frontrunners have firm grips on their party's nominations, but as a Super Tuesday approaches, both face challenges. For Trump, a candidate vowing not to give up the fight, and for Biden, a faction of his party upset with his handling of the war in Gaza. NBC's uh, Drew Petromo reports.
4: Ahead of Tuesday's Michigan primary, Nikki Haley continuing her long-shot bid for the Republican nomination, fresh off a 20-point loss to former President Trump in her home state of South Carolina.
0: Americans want a voice, and we're giving them that voice. And as long as Americans want me to be that voice, I will continue to fight for them.
4: On the Democratic side, President Biden is facing a push from activists urging voters to write in undecided on their ballots in protest of the president's handling of the war in Gaza. Michigan's Democratic governor asking voters to stick with the president.
3: There's a lot at stake in this upcoming election. It doesn't boil down to one or two issues, but the difference couldn't be more uh, stark when it comes to a Trump presidency or, or a second term for President Biden.
4: We found voters in the state unhappy with the prospects of a Biden-Trump rematch, but hesitant to support Haley.
3: We need something to bring us together. Um, and Nikki Haley might have been that person. Like I said, I feel like Biden and Trump are both, both very d- divisive.
4: Despite reporting that she raised a million dollars in the 24 hours after her South Carolina loss, Haley's campaign took a blow when the political network of the billionaire industrialist Koch brothers announced it was suspending support.
3: Michigan's up and uh, we're going to
4: have a tremendous success there. Trump already moving into general election mode back at Mar-a-Lago today as he shapes the Republican National Committee current chair, Ronna McDaniel, who Trump has criticized, announcing she is stepping down with Trump's hand-picked selections, including his daughter-in-law, the favorites to take over leadership. Another sign the general election is taking shape, President Biden and former President Trump scheduling dueling visits to the border on Thursday. Drew Petru.
0: Still to come, Cat Metro's launch of a new rail stop. Why it struggled on its opening day.
1: Plus, students hold a walkout over the death of a non-binary teen. What the young demonstrators say needs to change.
0: And a Uvalde victim's father taken into custody this morning. What police say about the arrest. While Austin FC fans are looking toward the next match this Saturday after the home opener loss, Cap Metro leaders are revisiting rail operations. This after service snags during the season opener Saturday night, Cap Metro's red line carried roughly 4,500 people to and from Q2 Stadium for Saturday's home match, up from 2,300 people transported last year this time. Officials said mechanical issues on one of the trains and a mechanical switch failure contributed to ongoing issues. Cap Metro said they will now run trains all day on home match days instead of only at match time. Cap Metro is offering free rail fares on March 9th for those heading to Austin FC's next home match. DIGITAL REPORTER KELSEY THOMPSON HAS MORE DETAILS ON Cap Metro's RESPONSE AT KXAN.COM.
1: POLICE ARRESTED THE FATHER OF ONE OF THE ROB ELEMENTARY SCHOOL SHOOTING VICTIMS THIS MORNING OUTSIDE THE UVALDE COUNTY JUSTICE CENTER. UVALDE POLICE RELEASED A STATEMENT CONFIRMING THE ARREST OF BRETT CROSS, mm-hmm. NOTING THAT THEY WERE AN ASSISTING AGENCY AND THAT A DIFFERENT AGENCY IS FILING THE CHARGES. SO FAR WE DON'T KNOW WHY POLICE ARRESTED HIM.
0: DELTA AIRLINES IS ADDING YET ANOTHER FLIGHT TO ITS SCHEDULE TO SHOW OFF THE APRIL 8TH SOLAR ECLIPSE FROM THE AIR. Now last week, the airline announced a flight from Austin to Detroit. will spend as much time as possible in the path of totality, with that flight selling out in less than 24 hours. It was quick. This new flight will leave the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport at 12.30 p.m. and arrive in Detroit at 4.20. The Dallas flight will be on a larger plane to allow more customers to experience the eclipse from the skies.
1: Texas social media laws put to the test at the U.S. Supreme Court. The battle over what you can say online. February rainfall continues
2: to be kind of disappointing. 16 straight days now without measurable rain, as we are about to wrap up the month in Austin, not helping the lake levels. Lake Travis only 39% full, but the water's
1: warmer now in the lower sixties. Your first warning forecast right after this. What content you see on social media could be in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. Today, the high court took up challenges to Texas and Florida laws that restrict large tech companies from banning users and content.
0: Our Monica Madden listened to the nearly four-hour hearing today in which justices seemed stumped over how to answer these free
1: speech questions. Is it anything more than a euphemism for censorship?
3: There are cases that could transform the business of social networks and free speech on the Internet.
0: And this is a sprawling statute, and it makes me a little bit nervous.
3: A pair of similar Texas and Florida laws ban companies like Facebook from removing posts that express certain religious or political opinions, saying it's necessary to stop discrimination against conservatives.
4: The state has an interest, a First Amendment interest, in pr- promoting and ensuring the free dissemination of ideas. It-
3: First Amendment protections apply to actions by governments and not private entities. But with social networks acting as the modern public square, some justices questioned the tech companies' power to regulate speech.
4: They can discriminate against particular uh, groups that they don't like.
3: The Biden administration siding with the social media companies, saying they have the right to self-regulate. The difference here, of course, is that these platforms are private parties. They're not bound by the First Amendment as an initial
1: matter. This wasn't an easy case.
3: Experts say the stakes are high.
1: On one side, you have the rights of citizens to speak without having their stuff shadow banned. And the other side, you have the right of these tech companies to sort of decide what content goes to their platforms. There's really free speech issues on both sides.
0: Monica Madden, KXAN News.
1: And both laws are currently on hold, and now the Supreme Court ruling could possibly lead to even more litigation in the lower courts
0: you may remember the texas attorney general's office is no stranger to the supreme court the most recent case ken paxton's office argued at the high court happened just last year and they challenged a biden administration policy that prioritizes deporting immigrants who are deemed to be at risk to public safety texas and louisiana argued federal immigration law requires authorities to expel anyone in the us illegally even if they are not considered dangerous now the court rejected the challenge in an eight to one decision
2: back. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeoman. Oh, thank goodness. Just in time. Check this out. A wakeboarding boat out there on Lake Marble Falls. Whenever I want to show you something like that, it's always at the wrong time when I show you the camera. What a day for it. We've got mid and high clouds over the hill country on the River City Grill Highland Furniture weather camera. It's 93 degrees with cold water, mind you. But what a February day. South and southwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, especially in the hill country, are bringing in warm and dry air. That dry line has worked its way into the hill country, allowing temperatures to soar. 92 on the lakes in Kingsland, 95 in Mason. We've had a couple LCRA thermometers in Mason County, especially 96, 97 degrees in February. In the metro area, a big difference from 84 in Leander and Lakeway to the upper 70s, where there's more moisture in the air east of I-35, like at the airport. East of I-35 in our eastern counties, you can really see the effect that that higher humidity has keeping temperatures down, 78 in Smithville, 80 in Buckholz. still warm, but not 95 degrees. Matter of fact, these days are starting to stack up, and this February has not only been warmer than normal. Out of 125 years in the Austin record books, this has so far been the 8th warmest, and with the forecast over the next few days, we may end up at about the 5th warmest February in Austin history. And that's even expected with some colder air coming. Clouds are increasing this evening ahead of a rain-making storm, which is sitting on off the coast of California. This will eventually try to bring us a little bit of rain later this week, but before that happens, look north of this warm bubble of air, 27 degrees in Billings, Montana. This is a strong Canadian cold front coming here with a big and quick drop in temperatures. None of this happens tomorrow. Another day with a mix of clouds and sun. 80s for most. 90s tomorrow afternoon. Again in the hill country. But after that, you've got to dust off the sweater at least one more time this season. 62 is the high behind the early morning cold front Wednesday. We're locked in the 50s all day Thursday, but just as quick as the temperatures drop, south winds boot out that cold air, and we're back to springtime temperatures in the 70s and 80s this weekend. As far as rain from that system, it's going to be kind of scarce. Clouds increase Wednesday behind the cold front. On Thursday, this is our 30% chance of a couple light showers morning afternoon and eventually into the evening really kind of isolated I think and very very light even for those who do see rain by Friday morning this is all moving eastward after really unimpressive totals west of 281 we'll have a lot of folks getting nothing in Austin maybe up to a tenth of an inch slightly higher totals possible in our easternmost counties. So tonight's forecast just warm and humid again. South-southeast winds keeping us in the 60s with some patchy fog in some areas by morning. Tomorrow, 90s out in the hill country but kept in the 80s under a mix of clouds and sun in Austin. After that, an early morning cold front Wednesday keeps highs in the 60s with gusty north winds. Slight chance of some light rain with jacket weather on Thursday. But then we're back at the pool this coming weekend with highs in the 80s
1: on Saturday under mostly sunny skies. Alright David, thank you very much. Students at an Oklahoma High School walked out of class this morning to honor the memory of a non-binary teenager. The family of 16-year-old Nex Benedict claims bullying and a fight played a role in the teen's death. Douglas Braff explains. Are you surprised to hear about what happened to
4: Nex Benedict? No. Not after everything that I went through in this school and everything that my friends went through. Benedict died February 8th after a fight in a school bathroom the day before. Owasso police are still investigating the incident, but they released preliminary findings from the medical examiner, which found that trauma was not the cause of death. In recent days, though, police have published more and more audio and footage surrounding the fight and Benedict's subsequent hospital visits preceding their death. Protesters here demand change.
3: I think that I would like to see some more advocacy for the LGBTQIA community here, um, for the kids in the school, because we have nothing that advocates the kids there or a a safe person inside the school that they might feel comfortable uh, talking to about their issues. That
1: was Douglas Braff reporting there. Well, up next, the FCC suing to block a grocery merger, why they say it could harm your wallet. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block the largest grocery merger in U.S. history, claiming the $24 billion deal threatens competition. Kroger and Albertsons agreed to the merger in October of 2022, saying that it would help them compete with rivals like Walmart, Amazon, and Costco. The FTC joins eight states filing the suit against the merger. They argue it will also raise prices and hurt employees' ability to negotiate better wages, benefits, and working conditions. If the merger is ultimately approved, 26 Albertsons and Kroger locations across Texas will be sold to CNS Wholesale Grocers.
0: After over a year and a half of delays, Sweden is finally part of NATO. Hungary was the last of the 31 member countries to approve Sweden's bid. Unanimous approval among NATO is required to let another country in. The vote in Hungary's parliament passed with 188 votes for and six against. It was the result of months of Hungary's allies trying to convince the country's nationalist government to lift its block on Sweden's membership.
1: Right, well, with the Longhorns men's basketball team set to face off against Texas Tech in Lubbock tomorrow night, Red Raider fans are already angling for the perfect seats. Check this out hundreds of tech students are gathering around the Raiders basketball stadium. In hopes of snagging a good seat for the game. Some of them you can see are camping out. They arrived as early as last Thursday. (laughs) Tip-off for tomorrow's game is set for 8 p.m. Well coming up tonight on KXAN, The Voice returns tonight with a new round of auditions starting at 7. Then it's Deal or No Deal Island at 8.30 and then you can join us back here for KXAN News at 10.
0: Join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin. Here's where to find us over the air or through your television provider.
1: And just a reminder, the KXAN now has daily podcasts. You can take us with you wherever you go in your car. Just search KXAN wherever you get your podcasts or find them on our website at kxan.com podcasts.
2: Out to Lakeway we go with a mix of clouds and sun, about an hour until the sun goes down. Windstock moving around a little bit in a light southwest wind. The southwest wind's keeping us very warm this evening. Mostly cloudy skies continue with dry weather, and we're still in the 70s in Austin by 9 p.m.
0: Oh, that is perfect. Not bad. Thanks so much, David. Well, coming up, some central Texas. And stocking up on groceries. New at 6, the local mayor warning folks to take steps to prepare now for the upcoming eclipse.
1: And coming up next on NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt, the American retired couple missing since the escaped prisoners hijacked their yachts in the Caribbean. Plus, could it be a game changer? The first treatment for patients with multiple food allergies. We'll send things.